For those who enjoy a good story, The Velveteen Rabbit is a classic children's tale that has captured the hearts of generations. It follows the journey of a stuffed rabbit on a quest to become real. If you're interested in checking it out, become a free subscriber and rent the video book for 48 hours at $6, or pay what you believe the audio file is worth, starting from $2. You can visit www.thedramamerchant.com.au to subscribe, or just click the link in this podcast. And now, on to our presentation. This is a Drama Merchant audio production. The Drama Merchant offers you the Radio Play Hour. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Radio Play Hour, a unique audio experience as we revive classic radio dramas, feature new works, workshop ideas, and indulge in some good old-fashioned audio storytelling. I'm the Drama Merchant, your host, and in this episode, I'm thrilled to present Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree. Once upon a time, a very long time ago now, about last Friday, Winnie the Pooh lived in a forest all by himself under the name of Sanders. One day, when he was out walking, he came to an open place in the middle of the forest, and in the middle of this place was a large oak tree, and from the top of the tree there came a loud buzzing noise. Winnie the Pooh sat down at the foot of the tree put his head between his paws and began to think. First of all, he said to himself, That buzzing noise means something. You don't get a buzzing noise like that just buzzing and buzzing without it meaning something. If there's a buzzing noise, somebody's making a buzzing noise. And the only reason for making a buzzing noise that I know of is because you're a bee. Then he thought another long time, and said, And the only reason for being a bee that I know is making honey. And then he got up, and said, And the only reason for making honey is so I can eat it. And so, he began to climb the tree. He climbed, and he climbed, and he climbed. And as he climbed, he sang a little song to himself. And then he climbed a little further, and a little further, and then just a little further. By that time, he thought of another song. He was getting rather tired by this time. So that is why he sang a complaining song. He was nearly there now, and if he just stood on that branch, Crack! Oh, help, said Pooh, as he dropped ten feet on the branch below him. If only I hadn't, he said, as he bounced twenty feet to the next branch. You see, what I meant to do, he explained, as he turned head over heels and crashed on another branch thirty feet below. It all comes from liking honey so much, he admitted, as he slithered very quickly through the next six branches. Of course, it was rather, he decided, as he said goodbye to the last branch, spun around three times, 
and flew gracefully into a gorse bush. Oh, help! He crawled out of the gorse bush, brushed the prickles from his nose, and began to think again. And the first person he thought of was Christopher Robin. So Winnie the Pooh went round to his friend Christopher Robin, who lived behind a green door in another part of the forest. Good morning, Christopher Robin, he said. Good morning, Winnie the Pooh, said Christopher Robin. I wonder if you've got such a thing as a balloon about you. A balloon? Yes, I just said to myself coming along, I wonder if Christopher Robin has such a thing as a balloon about him. I just said it to myself, thinking of balloons and wondering. And what do you want a balloon for? Christopher Robin said. Winnie the Pooh looked around to see that nobody was listening, put his paw to his mouth, and said in a deep whisper, Honey. But you don't get honey with balloons. I do, said Pooh. Well, it just happened that Christopher Robin had been to a party the day before at the house of his friend Piglet, and he had balloons at the party. Now Christopher Robin had a big green balloon, and one of Rabbit's relations had a big blue one, and left it behind, being really too young to go to a party and all. And so he bought the green one and the blue one home. Which one would you like? He asked Pooh. Pooh put his head between his paws and thought very carefully. It's like this, he said. When you go after honey with a balloon, the great thing is not to let the bees know you're coming. Now, if you have a green balloon, they might think you were only part of the tree and not notice you. And if you have a blue balloon, they might think you were only part of the sky and not notice you. And the question is, which is most likely? Wouldn't they notice you underneath the balloon? Christopher Robin asked. They might, or they might not, said Winnie the Pooh. You never can tell with bees. He thought for a moment and said, I shall try to look like a small black cloud. That will deceive them. Then you had better take the blue balloon, said Christopher Robin. And so it was decided. Are you enjoying this audio story of Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree? Why not take it up a notch and view it as a video book, complete with charming illustrations created on the Canva app? Sign up as a free subscriber and rent the story for 48 hours at $6, just like the good old days of video stores. Enjoy unlimited views and listen to the story without any interruptions. And now, back to our story. Well, they both went out with the blue balloon, and Christopher Robin took his slingshot with him, as he always did, and Winnie the Pooh went to a very muddy place that he knew of, and rolled and rolled until he was black all over, and then, when the balloon was blown up as big as big, Christopher Robin and Pooh were both holding onto the string. He let go suddenly, and Pooh Bear floated gracefully up into the sky, and stayed there, level with the top of the tree, and about 20 feet away from it. What do I look like? shouted Winnie the Pooh down to Christopher Robin. You look like a bear holding onto a balloon, Christopher Robin said. Not, said Pooh anxiously. 
Not like a small black cloud in the sky? Not very much. Ah, well, perhaps from up here it looks different. And as I say, you never can tell with bees. There was no wind to blow him nearer to the tree, so there he stayed. He could see the honey, he could smell the honey, but he couldn't quite reach the honey. After a little while, he called down to Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin? He said in a loud whisper. Hello? I think the bees suspect something. What sort of thing? I don't know, but something tells me they're suspicious. Perhaps they think that you're after their honey. It may be that. You never can tell with bees. There was another little silence, and then he called down again. Christopher Robin? Yes? Have you an umbrella in your house? I think so. I wish you would bring it out here, and walk up and down with it, and look up at me every now and then, and say, Tut tut, it looks like rain. I think if you did that, it would help the deception which we are practicing on these bees. Well, Christopher Robin laughed to himself and said quietly, Silly old bear, and went home for his umbrella. Oh, there you are, called down Winnie the Pooh as soon as Christopher Robin got back to the tree. I was beginning to get anxious. I have discovered that the bees are now definitely suspicious. Shall I put up my umbrella? He said. Yes, but wait a moment. We must be practical. The important bee to deceive is the queen bee. Can you see which is the queen bee from down there? No. A pity. Well, now, if you walk up and down with your umbrella saying, Tut, tut, it looks like rain. I shall do what I can by singing a little cloud song, such as a cloud might sing. Go. So, while Christopher Robin walked up and down and wondered if it would rain, Winnie the Pooh sang a song. But the bees were still buzzing as suspiciously as ever. Some of them indeed left their nests and flew all around the cloud as it began the second verse of the song. One bee sat down on the nose of the cloud for a moment and then got up again. Christopher, ow! Robin! called out the cloud. Yes? I have just been thinking, and I have come to a very important decision. These are the wrong sort of bees. Are they? Quite the wrong sort. So I should think they would make the wrong sort of honey, shouldn't you? Would they? Yes, so I think I shall come down. How? Christopher Robin asked. Winnie the Pooh hadn't thought about this. If he let go of the string, he would fall. Bump. And he didn't like that idea. So he thought for a long time, and then he said, Christopher Robin, might you pop the balloon with your slingshot? Have you got it? Of course I have, Christopher Robin said. But if I do that, it will spoil the balloon, he said. But if you don't, said Pooh, I shall have to let go and that would spoil me. When he put it like this, Christopher Robin saw how it was, and he picked up a rock, put it in the sling, aimed very carefully at the balloon, and fired. 
Ow! said Pooh. Did I miss? Christopher Robin asked. You didn't exactly miss, said Pooh, but you missed the balloon. I'm so sorry, Christopher Robin said, and he picked up another rock and fired again, and this time he hit the balloon, and the air came slowly out, and Winnie the Pooh floated down to the ground. But his arms were so stiff from holding onto the string of the balloon all that time that they stayed up straight in the air for more than a week. And whenever a fly came and settled on his nose, he had to blow it off. And I think, but I'm not sure, that that is why he was called Pooh. You have just heard Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree, narrated and edited by Nathan Schultz, with music by Kevin McLeod and sound effects by Nathan Schultz. If you enjoyed this production, head over to the Drama Merchant website, You can pay what you think is fair for the next 30 days or become a member, unlocking access to individual stories and playlists. Your contributions help us produce future audio productions. Additionally, we love to hear your thoughts. Leave a review on the Drama Merchant Facebook page or on the post featuring this episode. All constructive feedback is appreciated. Don't forget to subscribe to the Drama Merchant for free and receive emails, access to blogs, and updates on future radio plays and audio stories. Goodbye for now. This was a Drama Merchant audio production.